Hello everyone, this is Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth, and welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it, discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's just two friends just having a good time, so sit back and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to Two Beards in a Pod. I'm Seth. I'm Chase. And welcome to this show on this lovely Sunday, April 18th. So, Chase, what's been going on, man? How's it hanging? Man, it's uh, not too bad. Uh, work's been crazy, uh, you know, kicking up, selling a bunch of, like, mower parts and stuff like that because, you know, summer's right around the corner, spring and stuff. And Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's they, like... they shipped all 50 states. So, I mean um, – and actually, if I'm not mistaken, we actually had a customer do an order, and they were like, "Oh, we need to make sure we wrap this this rim like special, like double box it, and like put paper around in inside the box." And we're like, "Why?" And they're like, "Oh, it's going to Australia." <laughs> what? That's yeah. crazy. So not only do they do the fifty states, I'm assuming they do multiple countries all over the world. Oh. So. That sounds like prestige worldwide right now, you know. Prestige worldwide, what? what? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is kind of getting to that season though. It's like where you can actually finally work out in the garage right. out here in the north, you know, where it's not terribly cold, where you don't have to like put the heater on in the garage. Yeah, but we're already starting to get stuff from like South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama. Like that's where a lot of our bulk stuff like goes to those states like that so okay so, so that's yeah, sounding nice sounding nice man what about you well, how's, how's school going oh it's going man just hanging in there just playing a lot of catch up myself you know do midterms and all that yeah i was just so, like what so how far away are you from your your degree Literally, for like for my certificate in HVAC, I have to finish this class, and then I have one math class, and that's it. Nah, not fun. Not fun at all. Now, is yeah. HVAC like? Is it different from like the state of Texas? Like, if I was like going to get an HVAC, like, could I like borrow your books? <laughs> Probably, honestly, because it, it it's mostly the biggest thing is, from my understanding, is like getting the epa certifications and they have escos they do it through like esco yeah and uh yeah like there's different certifications honestly because like even after i get my cert my certifications and stuff i'm still gonna do take an apprenticeship okay because you know yeah there there's so much to it that you, you feel like you need to learn from an experienced person right i mean and so like when i first got out of the army like a long time ago um not recently, but like way back when, um, I actually did a sh- very short stint as a pipe fitter for um, a company that did fire uh, safety systems. So like the sprinkler oh, okay. heads and like buildings and stuff. We that was our end game. Like we did everything from the from the ground up. So like we would lay the big pipe in the ground and then we would run it into the building. So like when the buildings were all like 
you know, just like pretty much like a concrete shell with no walls and stuff like that. Right. We would put up our pieces and then the sheetrock guys would come in and they would put up their pieces. And then we would come behind them and we put in our smaller, like two inch, you know, one inch pieces. Yeah, like below, below the drop ceiling and stuff. Yes. And then, you know, after that, we'd move on and other people would come in and do their thing. So it was actually pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, so like there, it was like that, uh, but it was union. But what was cool about it is like as long as you paid your union dues and then you like, they gave you tests to take and you would just study these books and you would take the test or whatever and you could do it at your own pace. Um, yeah, so it was kind of like that. Like, I get that. So, because there was just so much like you see, like you can learn so much from a book, but there's only so much you can learn from a book. The rest of you have to learn on the ground. Like the book is yeah. like, like tell you like, how to deal with like all sorts of situations it's just like the black and white so pretty much yeah that's that's the thing but man that's that's cool like i know you were bragging earlier to me today before we <laughs> talked on the show that uh you know why i was busy studying yeah you we were yeah. Uh, getting a little sun there huh yeah i little... was uh i went and hit a hit the hit the old golf course at a lake waco golf course um Played at eight around eighteen out there today, so it was a good time. That's that sounds nice. You now doing a bit of bit of golfing there while your while your best bud stuck inside, <laughs> looking you know, looking look, looking outside the window like you're in a sad music video. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even look out the window. I do my homework in the basement. <laughs> Get to work. It's dark. You're like, you're like chained to the desk with like a little bulb with like no like little light shade on it. <laughs> Pretty much me doing calculations oh. and stuff, but no, I, I'm you know I'll be honest, man. I, I am a, I was a little jealous, but at the same time, it's like I I've never been a huge golf fan, but I've been kind of wanting to get into it r- lately. But I always hear it's like you know like Mark Twain says about golf. What's that? It's a nice walk spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can I can get down with that. I can get down with it. It's tough out there sometimes, man. Like some days are good. Like today I had like a really good day. Like I usually shoot about <laughs> I usually shoot about one fourteen. Uh today I shot out one one oh three. So yeah. which is great because I actually been um watching a guy on Instagram. Um, I'm always about like, you know, just self-improvement. I'm all about it. And there's a guy on Instagram. I believe his Instagram handle is uh, Jake for golf. Um, you guys go check him out or whatever. He's pretty neat. Uh, he's always doing like just drills, like videos on how to do drills and stuff like that. And um, I actually tried one of his drills today and it worked out really well for me. So nice. Uh, yeah. So that's 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 pretty good, man. Because like, I'll be honest, I've, I've been kind of wanting to get get into it. Because like, the only thing I've really done, I've gone like, I've officially gone golfing once. Okay. And literally, it was just me, and I just packed my bag full of natty lights. <laughs> I knew how that day was going to go. You didn't have, like, I a knew what club. this was about. And that's that's the way it went. But you had like a driver like, and like a putter. <laughs> pretty much. 
I have a couple. Like I, I have a golf bag that never gets any use because like I, I've I've gone to like the ranges and stuff. Like that's I always felt that was kind of nice because I didn't have to walk far or really do anything. Right. You know, you just chuck some balls out in the field. Like there was, there used to be a range around here where it's like you hit the sign all the way in the back and you get a free pop. Oh, nice. For yeah, and for you guys in the south, soda. You know, for you, how for was, you guys how down far, there. How, how far away was the sign, though? Was it like 400 yards? or? Well, I was at the edge of the cornfield, so I think pro- it was probably around 450 or something a, like that. That's a, that's a tall order, man. That's a tall order, 450. I think the best I ever did was like 275, 280. Yeah, like I, I, could, I couldn't tell you because, you know, it is, probably was closer. It was probably probably only like three hundred. Yeah, I mean four four fifty, bro. That's out there, dude. That's like yeah, that's that's out there. I mean, I know yeah. now. There's guys that can do it. You know, they have like those long drive competitions um, where those guys are hitting like five hundred yards. Right. I think the world record's over five hundred yards. Um. So I mean, yeah, but uh, you know, going back talking about that tip. Um, so pretty much like when you're chipping, what he was saying was, you know, you just get in your normal stance, however you're going to chip. And then when you go ahead, grab the, grab the club, um, with your two hands, you know, in your regular grip, what you do is you lift your bottom hand, right. To where it's on top of the, the shaft of the club. Right. And you just swing. And you just just swing your normal swing, and I think what it does is it teaches you that you don't need. It teaches you like you don't need a lot of wrist action because like what a lot of people do is they'll get they'll get under the ball, right, and they'll like shove their hands like way back, you know, at like a weird angle, trying to get loft underneath the ball. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like it's like they kind of almost like stiffen themselves up too much. Yes, and so like with, they treat it more like a pendulum kind of action than rather like a fluid action. Right, and so they're trying to like do all this extra stuff with their wrist, and they end up shanking it. They end up hitting hitting the ball fat, um, which means they're getting like all ball, or they're getting a lot of like real estate behind the ball. You know, they're like tearing up like a lot of turf and stuff behind the ball. Just a lot of things can go wrong with chipping. I, I feel like, you know, 100 yards in, um, that's where a lot of people, like, need to work on their game. Like, ni- oh, I would yeah. say 95% of people are like, yeah, man, I could drive the hell out of the ball, but as soon as it comes to chipping, I ain't no good. And, <laughs> you know, because I can drive just fine, and I can putt pretty well, but chipping is definitely, like, my kryptonite right now. Um, uh, getting caught in one of those sand bunkers and and sand traps. Yeah, or just like where I'm doing all the things that I just said people do. Well, I'm either hitting the ball fat, I'm getting too much ball, or I'm topping the ball, or I'm picking my head up too soon. It's just it just takes a lot of time, a lot of practice behind the club, um, a lot of muscle memory. But with this technique, man, I tried it like two or three times on like two or three holes. And I'm telling you right now, it was amazing. It was just like, boom, set up the hand, just nice, good motion. And I'm telling you, it was like, 
the first time I did it, it was probably like the best chip I ever did. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was like perfect. I was like, holy cow. Like this. Is like you got like right on the green with it. I mean, or... I was, I was only like, I was only about 15 yards out. Okay. You know what I mean? But like I said, I was chipping, but I'm saying usually what will end up happening even at 15 yards or 10 yards or five yards um, from the flag or whatever, you know, off, off the green, like five yards off the green or whatever, um, you know, I'm doing all those things. And usually what I'm doing is, is like, I'd say about 90% of the time I'm getting a good shot on the ball, but I'm hitting it too soft. Oh yeah. I could definitely be it. You, you know, know? I mean? so it's like, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta practice, man. That's, that's all it boils down to is just getting like club time. Yeah. You know, I think, I think golf is kind of like one of those interesting sports where it's like, it doesn't matter what age you are, like how fat you are, yeah. like how out of shape you are. Like it's going to play into it a bit, but it's like one of those things where it's like, it's mostly skill. It's skill right. and technique. It seems like not saying strength doesn't play into it. Right. But, but I would say like, like, go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah. It's like, I'd say like, it's kind of like, I compare it a little bit to bowling. Okay. Like, you know, it's one of those sports where you could just drink all day and do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was going to say too, you know, you said the strength does have something to do with it. It does. I would agree with that. But I would say golf is like probably like 70, 30, you know what I mean? 70, 70 30, 70% yeah. finesse, 30% strength. Some would probably yeah. say 60, 40, but I don't think anybody would say 50, 50 or, or less. I'd say, at the minimum or at the maximum 60, 40, 60% finesse and 40%, um, 40% like strength. Because anytime I've ever tried to like get behind the ball and just cream it, the worst shot of my life. Worst shot of my life. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of crazy. It's like you can, you kind of look at it and as a, as a sport, like I've even heard some interviews where they did like with some pro golfers mm-hmm. and this guy was like, yeah, you know, all the other young guys will tell you you got to stay fit and all this stuff, and I you got to work out certain muscle groups and this. He's like, I, I don't do that at all. You can, because he he's a big fat guy too, and he's still he's yeah. still winning championships and all that. He's like, I'm afraid of messing up my game if I did that. Right. And I keep the I I eat what I eat and I do what I do and I I play the way I play. Yeah. No, and it makes sense. I mean, like. Because you got to think like, you know, a lot of, so a lot of people would say like, you know, for those like long, long hitters, like the, the guys that are doing like the, um, you know, the long drive competitions and stuff, they're going to say yeah. a lot of your power comes from the hips. If you can, the faster you can get your hips around, uh, the more force you're like, you know, you know, like conducting or whatever and you're getting behind the ball. And and I believe, I mean, it's science, right? It's science. Right. Like there's sci- a science behind that. I mean, to hit a yeah. ball over 500 yards, you are no longer like just a, a man. You are a machine. Like there is science, yeah. there's tech. Like you are like a professional hitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, but yeah. I mean, but like he said, like, I, I, I believe that because, like, if he starts, like, working out, you know, his muscles strength and different stuff is going to change or whatever. And, um, you know, it's it's going to affect his swing. 
I mean, Tiger Woods. Oh yeah. Tiger Woods uh, changed his swing like way back when in the day, and for a couple of years, like for about a season or so, he was like garbage. Right, he was absolutely garbage. But that next season, he came out after he changed his swing, and he was like, not only was he like champion, but he was like dusting people. He was leaving people behind. So, oh yeah, I mean, like it boils down to technique, man. Boils down to technique, so. Dude, I, I believe that 100%. And it's like, because, like, how else could you get, like, get people that keep playing into, like, well, just pretty much all their life to to their, you know, glory years, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I see guys you know, like, out there sometimes that are 67 years old, and they're still, like, I mean, obviously they're not hitting as far as me or whatever, but, I mean, they're hitting it straighter. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. it's like, really, what do you, like, would you rather hit the ball like 320 yards in the air and it go left or right or like you're fighting the trees or would you rather hit 250 yards but it's like straight as an arrow? Yeah. And I, I remember the guy's name. I think that said that. And it was uh, John Patrick Daly. Oh, okay. Daly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the greats, man. Like one of like the OG greats. Yeah, and he, I think it was like an interview where he was with Conan. I'm just like, because he's he was decked out in like '90s attire. You could just tell it was like an old interview, right? <laughs> but and I think it was, was like, I think it was him too that said. Um, so pretty much, he had what it was is he had like a bucket of balls, and mm-hmm. he was like, somebody was like, all right, I want. He was like, can you take five of those balls, um, and put them in the same spot every single time? He was like, yeah. And he was like, boom, 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 knocked out five. And he was like, okay, watch this. I'm going to do another five. Boom, 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 boom. Ten balls, like, all in the <laughs> same little, like, tight circle. And they're like, holy cow. Like, how did you do that? And he goes, it's simple, but it's not easy. And he was like, yep. mind blown, dude. Like, what? Like, it's such a great, like, quote because – I mean, life is like that sometimes. Like, things are just oh, yeah. simple. Like, you have the answer to stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's not easy. Like, it's not easy to take, like, the the high road, if you will. It's, you know. Oh, yeah. So. It's like the, the answer is all, can always be the simplest thing. But the way to get there yes. isn't easy. It's like, I don't know, the simplest way to lose weight, you know. Right. Exactly. It's, like, it's always gonna eat right. It's always sucks to do it. Yeah, eat right, move your body, and per, you know, like get sleep. Okay, that's easier said than done sometimes. So it is. It's like it's like I could work out, but it's four in the morning and then I'm not getting sleep. Yeah, <laughs> but so, but yeah, guys, we're gonna go and take a break. Um, after the break, we're gonna give you some tips and tricks for. Keeping that beard looking good. We'll be back after this. Hey guys, welcome back. So right before the break, we were just talking about golf and life in general. Really, I feel yeah. like um, just how like things are simple, but not easy. <laughs> so, Pretty much. So. Quotes by John Patrick Daly there, you know. Yeah. I, you know, that is, like, one of my, like, favorite quotes of, like, all time, I feel like. It's simple, but not easy. Like, it's just, like, 
Oh, that, like that, that just, hits deep, man. Yeah, I just feel like you could straight up apply that to, like, anything in life. You so. know, like, even kind of on a lighter note, too, about him. You know, I heard I heard something funny that he, when he does charity events, you know, for charity golf events, mm-hmm. he plays the whole round without shoes. He does it in bare feet. What? I, I swear to look it up, man. <laughs> What is there like? I'm sure someone's asked him why. Like, is there a reason? I think it's just for fun, honestly. Like just to feel the the grass underneath. He's John Daly. Yeah, like you know? why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like why not? Because why? Why do I do this? Because I'm John Daly. Duh. Yeah, pretty much. He's the original part party animal. You know, he's like Spuds McKenzie on steroids. Yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> so this week I. Wanted to just share a couple of really just a way that I do things different now, like with my beard. Um, I know, like, we're always trying to, like, give you guys just different techniques and ways to, like, do stuff. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I feel like and I feel like this could work at any length of beard. Um, even with your Seth, like where where yours is like shorter. Oh yeah, I, I keep it short, man. I'm telling you what, I think the ladies like it better, you know. And you can quote me on that. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I I I feel that. I mean, I definitely feel like women are more appreciative of a a well kept beard. I mean, like when mine was getting like real long, my wife was like, "You look absolutely homeless." <laughs> I know, dude. I was like, I was seeing pictures of you, and yeah, I was like about to be like, so which underpass are you under right now? Yeah, or? I, I'm gonna come by and throw bread at you. Like, I know you're the stereotypical homeless vet. Yeah, no, no, man. Um, so what I did today was, um, you know, I showered last night or whatever, and then um, I got up this morning. Same thing. Took my brush kind of like brushed out the like the loose hairs and stuff and kind of gave it you know get everything kind of like lined up took my like half dab of oil that i used or whatever rubbed it up and then i i lathered it in my beard but what i did was i pushed my beard up right like i went i went like in an upward direction with the oil and stuff and spread it all around and then while it was all like crazy and like sticking up because usually what I'll do after that is like I'll comb it and brush it and kind of like halfway shape it. And then I'll put the balm. Okay. I'll put the balm, like the beard balm on and kind of like right. finish it off. So what I did today was that while it was up and messy and stuff like that everywhere, I took the beard balm, rubbed it together and I went in the same direction. I went in an upward direction with the balm. Yeah. Okay. Spread it all around. So you kind of made like yourself like a beard pompadour at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, it looked it looked absolutely crazy, like it was just everywhere. Um, but then what I did was after that, like everything was good, I went ahead and I brushed it down um, okay. to get to, to the same technique that I've used before in the past, where I'm you know getting the brush to spread everything over evenly. Then I combed it. Uh, and, you know, saying it shaped it or whatever. And then that was it. And let me tell you, it held a whole lot better than having, like, 
the beard balm because I feel like the other way I was doing it, the beard balm was just kind of sitting on top of the hair. Like it would still at times, like by the end of the day, it was still feeling dry, right? It would, it would feel like a little dry. It wasn't like holding its shape all day. Today, like it felt like soft to the touch. Um, I even wore a mask and I was able to take the mask off and not even have to really mess with it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds pretty solid, man. Like, cause I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm a person that really doesn't use products cause I keep it so short. All right. I do is like, I'll comb it in the opposite direction and I comb it in the regular way to get all the loose hairs out. Right. Right. Cause those loose hairs, That's, I mean, they're hard to get to with like clippers. They are. They are. Little flyaways. Yeah, and sometimes and sometimes those loose hairs, like you don't need to clip them. You just need to like remove them. They're like literally just kind of sticking, holding on to like your other beard hair. So I know it's like you try your best. Like the only product I really, I guess, I should, you know, retract my previous statement. The only, and it's not really a beard product. It's just the regular pomade I use my hair. I put on my beard. Okay. You know, to give it a little shape, get those get those flyaways down. Right, like the little like frizzies. I mean, because yeah, yeah, no, I get that. So, with that said, um, are you like a brush or a comb guy? Comb, comb, straight up comb, comb guy. Yeah, it's too curly for a brush. I I get that. Okay, metal or wood? Plastic. Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cheap guy, Mahalik. Yeah. No, I mean, and, this, beard, this beard is out of necessity, so I don't have to buy razors. Oh, All my right. goodness gracious, <laughs> dude. It's so cheap. Ugh. Oh, yeah. No, but I mean, so I used to have, I used to, I have actually a plastic comb that I have that's like really nice. Uh, but I've actually yeah. made the transition to metal. I'm a metal comb guy oh fancy you're gonna get like the little barbershop glass with the blue liquid (laughs) (laughs) no honestly like (laughs) i just feel like the metal usually the metal combs come with longer like thief in the combs you know what i mean so i can get like i mean like it's like you said yours is shorter mine's longer so yeah, you, you know, you might not need a, a comb at all. You could probably just use a brush and be done with it, like just like even like a medium to soft bristle brush, and that would actually probably work better for you than a than a metal or a plastic comb. Yeah, but I'm gonna stick with my plastic comb. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think I think like for Christmas, I'm gonna like get you set up with like a beard kit. I I don't know. I feel like you're gonna call uh, what was it a uh... Bearded Jacks or uh, yeah, Scruffy Jacks, <laughs> Scruffy Jacks. Man, it's like that, that. I'll be honest. I still that was a good interview. I, I miss those guys. He was a good guy. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, um, I think uh, I think he, he, they got some stuff for you, man. Because I, you know, I feel like regardless well, of, of length of beard. Yeah, it's important to have like some kind of regimen, and I'm not hating on you, right? Like for using a plastic comb and like pomade, like do you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
And I feel like I feel like that's the same thing for like everybody, right? Is like do whatever like works for you. You know what I mean? Like we're just here to like give you tips. You know on different. Yeah, techniques. these are more. These are just suggestions. You got to do what works for you. Like, honestly, it's right. Like we're, we're not going to tell you the end all be all of beards. Right. Exactly. You know? Cause I feel like even though I've been growing mine, well, you know, and I say growing, but really like, I feel like at this point, I'm really at the point of. You know, Where it's not going to get any bigger. Not, not necessarily bigger. Like I could grow bigger and longer, but it's like so bushy and like straggly. And for me, like, cause you know, we've talked about this in the past, like genetics, I feel like have a lot to do with your ability to like grow a good beard sometimes, you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, that's just science. Like some people like grow, oh, grow yeah. patchy stuff. Some people like, I mean, I know people uh, that literally grow hair all over their face except for like one little spot and it's like literally a patch where it's just no hair it just refuses to grow refuses to grow so they don't have a beard they're like man i would love to have a beard but i got this giant patch and it's just like oh dude i'll I'll be honest i i have a friend i won't say his name to protect his identity but (laughs) he i swear like when he grows a beard it's so darn patchy that it looks like Joe Durte. Oh, man. You know, like, it, it's, it looks even worse than Joe Durte. It looks like if, if Joe Dirt had mange. Oh, it'd my probably goodness. Be, <laughs> That's you know, it's like horrible. that, it's yeah. that patchy. That, that sucks. That sucks. I know, I feel bad for him, but it's like, I'm like, dude, just, just stop trying to grow a beard. Right. It's, it's not for you, man. It's not for you. But yeah, so for me, like it just grows like all different directions. I mean, that's how my hair on my head grows. It's just all different directions. I got I got a cowlick on my on my head and on the back of my head that literally grows in every single direction that it could go. Um, that's just the way it is. But so for me, like I'm at a point now where it's like, okay, this is my beard. Right? Yes. This is my beard. This is like what looks best for my face. This what looks best like upkeep and stuff like that. And so, now, Mahalik, to to try to get entice you onto the dark side here, would you attain the idea of trimming it shorter? Have you ever like has that ever crossed your mind? Yeah, it has. But for me, um, see, and this is where like the debate like lies, right, between me and Mel. She loves it short. Like where your beard is, she's like all about it. She's like, that's what I like. And I'm like, no, that's a baby beard. I don't, I don't want that. Like, I don't, I want to have something you can like tug on. You know what I mean? I want to have like a, so. You want to have like a Santa beard. Not like a Santa. I mean, it doesn't have to be a Santa. Well, I guess Santa, Santa has a good beard. I feel yeah, like, Santa has a solid beard. I, He's always had a solid beard. I feel like he definitely should have made like a list of great beards. <laughs> we should have put him on next next year for Christmas. <laughs> we'll do a whole segment on Santa's beard because I think it varies depending oh, on who's playing him in movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which cult- you got the Tim which, Allen or like which the culture? Kurt Russell. Yeah, which culture yeah. of Santa you you know 
uh, you yeah. go with, but no, I mean, yeah, bad Santa. <laughs> um, so yeah, she loves it shorter, but I, I, so I, and this is how I grow my hair too on the top of my head is I, I call it the tug test. If you can grab a hold of it and like yank it, you know what I mean? And get a good tug out of it, then it's long enough. If you can't, then it's too short. So yeah, no, I don't, I don't think I would ever go like short like yours. I mean, it looks great on you, but yep. for me, I got high cheekbones, you know what I'm saying? So for me to keep it yeah. short, I, no, no, I get, I get what you're saying. You're throwing a bunch of shade about it earlier, but okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Call it a baby beard, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. That's all the time we have. I really hope that these, uh, you know, maybe that method of applying your your beard products uh, helps you out a little bit. But, uh, yeah, until next week, y'all be safe. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you next week. Until then, stay frosty. Mm-hmm.